I'm going to share five stupid things I'm trying to avoid doing again. One home run I hit this week and a recommendation that ought to bring you a thousand percent return. you buy and sell cars for a profit or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. I am your host, Randy Lee. I've been flipping cars most of my life despite having almost zero mechanical skill. For the past dozen years or so, I've been a licensed used car dealer in the great state of Alabama. No matter what the topic, this podcast has one main goal, to make our listeners money. Let's get to it, flippers. Well, I'm starting out episode 44 with a confession again. I know when Jeremy Fisher and I talked a couple weeks ago about his three-hour car flip program and our car flipping experience in general, one thing that we had in common were mistakes. Just plain stupid stuff we did on the way to doing some good things and making some real money. I think the fact is... You need to expect to make some mistakes along the way to success. The important thing is to learn, you know, learn from them and then hopefully not repeat them. I thought I would sort of expose myself here and tell you five of my really stupid things that I am working hard to not do again. Some of you may be able to commiserate with me and because you've done the same stupid stuff. And who knows, maybe my sharing can help others of you out there avoid these mistakes altogether. Number one, I'm going to label my first stupid thing is don't buy a Cadillac. Now, you can take this literally, literally, or figuratively. Over the years, Cadillac has gone from being one of my favorite cars to one of my least favorite. Now, remember, I I strictly work in the low-dollar range, so the newer caddies may be fine vehicles, but I won't know until they come down to my buying range. So when I see a Cadillac, man, I see trouble. The trouble is a blown head gasket on a North Star engine that is completely not worth fixing almost every time I look at the dashboard. Fortunately, a Cadillac will tell you it, it, it basically tells on itself most of the time. The digital readout on the dash will say change oil soon or low coolant level. However, <laughs> and after buying about a dozen of those sweet old bombers and being burned, well, I don't even look anymore. <laughs> now, while I've labeled this don't buy a Cadillac, I didn't mean to call out only caddies. I have a list of do-not-buys. For me, it includes uh, Saturn Views, um, Nissans with CVT transmissions, Volvos, BMWs. My mechanic, he he says BMW stands for Big Money Waster. (laughs) Mini Coopers, and and really a handful of other vehicles. I've compiled my do-not-buy list through many painful and expensive experiences, and and from recommendations from respected friends, especially my mechanics. Unfortunately, like most people, I learn more by making my own expensive mistakes. But I try to heed the warnings that I'm provided. I, if 
if you'd like a list of uh, vehicles that I include in my do not buy list, just send me an email to flippingquestions at gmail.com and uh, write um, do not buy on the title line. Hey, when we come back, I'm going to tell you about who you can't trust. My second stupid thing is one I talked about last week a little bit, too. I'm going to try to be more like my friend and mechanic, Dennis Johnson. Dennis says he does not believe any seller. He assumes the worst about every vehicle he's interested in buying. So my second stupid thing that I'm trying to avoid is trusting sellers. Don't ever trust sellers. That should be that, but it just never is. Well, not for me, anyway. I have this nature that makes me see the good in people. And frankly, I like that about myself. But I'm going to do my best to take Dennis's advice. <laughs> I know I just told you not to buy Volvos, but I bought one last week. And guess what? <laughs> I'm still learning. So do what I say and not what I do. The third stupid thing is one you usually have to learn the hard way. But hopefully, once it's learned, you're not going back to your old ways. Number three is don't let anyone represent you that you don't trust 100%. There are many situations where you can be represented by someone else. It can be someone who is telling about you, about your service, like buying vehicles, about, about a vehicle you have for sale, or the vehicles you sell in general. It could be someone that is serving as a sales rep for you, or doing your title work, or doing the repairs on your vehicle. If you think about it, when you work with the public, there are just tons of situations where you are aligned with someone else serving as your representative. I take that very seriously these days, and you should too. It is more than just about making money, it's about making a life. If you do not 100% trust that person, either address it with them and find a way you can work together by explaining your expectations or find someone else to work with in whatever way they are serving you. If you have any questions about this or any of my stupid things, just send me an email to flippingquestions at gmail.com and write stupid things in the title line. I try to answer all my emails personally as quickly as I can. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you something else my old boss, Joe Welton, taught me that has made me a lot of money over the years. Now first, hang tight while I tell you a little bit about how I made a nice pile of money again this week. Thanks, Gene. So here's the question. If you need some advertising, printing, or just need to go to the dentist and it's going to cost $1,000, what would you rather do? Pay cash or trade $1,000 of your services? And most small businesses would rather trade in order to save cash, but they find it difficult to find other businesses to trade with or who they can trust or to find what they need when they need it. Enter ITEX nation's largest retail trade exchange. ITEX has a marketplace of member companies that 
sell to and buy from each other using the ITEX dollar instead of cash. Sell what you want, when you want, at the price you designate. They promote your business to their other clients through the ITEX online directory and ITEX mobile. As you make new sales in their marketplace, you earn ITEX dollars. You can use those ITEX dollars with other businesses in the ITEX network whenever and with whomever you choose. Team Townley ITEX is the local franchise of ITEX Trade Exchange. For more information about ITEX or to get involved, contact my friend Gene Townley at 251-980-1023 or email him at gene.townley at itex.net or contact me. Just email me at flippingquestions at gmail.com and I will be happy to answer any questions you have and introduce you to Gene. ITEX has helped me make a lot of money over the years and I highly recommend them. Last week, I introduced everybody to one of my favorite characters over the years. I guess I see my life sort of like some sort of sitcom or or more likely a comic strip. And frankly, those of you who listen to Flipping Genius by visiting our website already have seen what actually goes on inside my head. Since I've been posting the comic strip that I draw on the website the, the past eight or nine episodes in the show notes, the comic strip is called Defumi, and it pretty much is about how I see things. Well, one of the people that influenced at least part of how I see things is a, a, an old guy from Chicago who served as my first sales manager in the life insurance business back in the 1980s. His name was Joe Welton. Now, I told you a story about him last week. Another thing that Mr. Welton used to tell me was people change, but seldom. Maybe I liked Joe's advice here because, you know, it allowed me a little hope since that's my nature. However, after having something like 35 years to live Joe's life, <laughs> live Joe's advice, I mean, <laughs> I can testify that he is absolutely correct, or he was absolutely correct. So the, the fourth stupid thing I'm trying to avoid doing is expecting people to do things differently than they have in the past. Well, my mom used to say, a tiger can't change their stripes. And I guess I guess that's about the same thing as Joe's comment, but he left a little hope for people by saying people change but seldom. <laughs> uh, some real-life examples that came to mind. Let's uh, see. The car dealer that runs vehicles through the auction that are so frequently piles of junk that when I when I asked him one time, about one of the, one of the vehicles that I had just bought, I said, "Do you know of anything that's bad with it?" This is one of his vehicles. He he answered, "Is the engine okay?" And when I when I thought it was, he answered, "Then it's got a bad transmission." <laughs> it seems like a, a, a pretty simple formula, right? <laughs> but damn it, I, I I I bought another bad one from him last week. <laughs> Me and my damn optimism. <laughs> There, now, there have been people I've contracted with to do repairs on 
uh, vehicles, houses, and, and other work I needed to have done that, that I don't know how to do or choose not to do. And I found that the ones who do it poorly, do it late, or just don't get it done at all, can be counted on to do the same thing every single time. Learn from that, man. People change but seldom. Just just like I, I have a whole list of vehicles to stay away from, I also have a whole list of businesses to stay away from. And they include car dealers who have doctored cars before they sold them to me or to somebody else. Mechanics who have taken you know, who have taken advantage of a situation either with me or with, with somebody else I know. Um, contractors who have taken upfront money and then disappeared, and uh, real estate people who have hidden information that could have cost me a lot of money if I wasn't smart enough to team up with those folks that are in that 100% trust group that I mentioned before. So, like old Joe said, people change, but seldom. Keep that one in mind all the time. You will thank me. Now, my fifth stupid thing is usually not a problem for me. Remember to trust your gut and walk away if it doesn't seem right. That's number five. Some might say this could mean that you're being overly cautious, but frankly, I don't think anyone has ever thought that about me. I have used my gut instinct to say yes to way more things than my common sense would have. But there are times when it just doesn't feel right, and I'm not afraid to say no and turn on my heels. Now, if I have some second thoughts, I will seek out someone else's advice. Like like I did last episode when I talked to Dennis and Gary before I handed over a couple thousand dollars to somebody. If Gary and Dennis had given me the thumbs up, it would have influenced me to rethink things. Still, I believe... It is up to me to still trust my instincts. Now, a couple uh, weeks ago, I mentioned that I was hoping to really make the best of a bad situation. I'd gotten into one. Uh, Some of you sent me an an email with the uh, subject Durango in the subject line, and I promised that I'd keep you up to date on my progress on that deal. Now, if you read your email yesterday, then you already know the outcome of that venture. And and thanks for asking. And it's always it's it's always nice to know that you're out there listening. For everyone else, please hold tight for 66 seconds while I gather all of my numbers. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you about the home run <laughs> and give you another idea on how what I did could work for you too. Hey Flippers, I've got to tell you about my favorite fine dining restaurant probably anywhere, but certainly in the Huntsville, Alabama area. Treat yourselves to a night at Nick's Ristorante. Nick's offers the finest steaks, the freshest seafood, and northern Italian cuisine just like the old country. Seriously, this place is unlike any other. The atmosphere, the service, the desserts are all beyond compare. You will thank me. It is a wonderful place to spend an evening. 
Nix is open Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday open seating and Friday and Saturday with two seatings of 5 p.m. or 7.30 p.m. for the foreseeable future based on 50% capacity restrictions with face coverings required to enter, exit, and maneuver while at Nix. We care about your health and safety and dining experience and thank you for your understanding. Nix Restaurante is a member of the ITEX trading community. Your ITEX dollars are welcome. Hey, back in episode 41, I talked about buying a Dodge Durango that wound up being less than expected. And at the time, I told you that I hoped I'd still be able to turn lemons into lemonade or something like that by using my superpowers of marketing and sales and business or some such thing. And as you know by now, I'm certainly not a mechanical whiz, so without a doubt, the business side of our business is where I can shine. And then I talked about supply and demand and the benefits of my relationship with ITEX, the, the largest business-to-business barter association in the country. I talk about those all the time. But even with the mechanical issues we were facing, I felt that, that I'd be able to sell that Durango for close to double what I had in it if I was willing to work within the ITEX system. Now, if you want to learn more about all that, just wait a couple minutes and I'll be finished and you can click back and listen to, to episode 41 or send me an email, you know, and I'll, I'll send you more information on that. Well, anyway, I was basing all of my guesstimations on the Durango being worth around three or $4,000 after it was repaired. However, good news. Uh, because of a few cool options and some cautious underestimating by yours truly, I was off by a couple thousand dollars to the good. So I took some good pictures of the old girl and a video of the engine running. It, it actually sounded pretty decent, you know, idling. Then I, I wrote up a thorough description telling everything I knew about it, including the rebuilt title, the, the hole in the radiator, the, the battery that needed uh, jumping, the tires that had been rubbed hard against the curb a time or 20. <laughs> of course, I added some optimistic projections as to what kind of life the Durango would lead once uh, the right owner uh, took care of all the Dodge's problems. And then, and then I posted inside the barter network. And when I market, I'm very proactive. Uh, I've probably talked about this before. So I used email, Facebook, texting, and telephone calls to inform uh, a whole network of barter brokers about what I had to sell. And again, I was very straightforward with them, too. They're going to represent me. So I knew they would they would need to know about the Durango because they're going to tell potential buyers, and I wanted them to be correct when they did. Well, long story short, today I wrapped up a deal with a gentleman on the West Coast for my Dodge Durango for $4,500. For those of you uh, following the program, that is a profit of $3,495, even after all of my sales fees, including commissions to the barter brokers who helped me get the deal done. Now, that is a 348% return on investment. <laughs> Now, I apologize if it sounds a little braggadocious, but it's it's true that I, I, I feel like I need to show you that I know how to do something good after telling you about all my stupid stuff from the beginning of this episode. And, and believe me, I didn't tell you about all of them.
My dad used to say, why reinvent the wheel? He meant, if it's done right, there's no reason to redo it. And that was my first thought when I saw Jeremy Fisher's digital video training course and text, Three Hour Flip and Three Hour Flip Academy. Jeremy Fisher is a longtime successful car flipper and a tremendous communicator with over 2 million downloads of his materials online already. In Three Hour Car Flip Academy, Jeremy walks you through car flipping from how to find deals how do I analyze deals, how to maximize your profitability, how to market and sell your vehicles, and then how to build on your success. Like I've said before, Jeremy Fisher has built his course right. So why reinvent the wheel? When Jeremy visited with me on episode 42 of Flipping Genius, he agreed to allow our listeners to get lifetime access to his digital training, 3-Hour Flip Academy, with a copy of the 3-Hour Flip e-text for just $49. That's a one-time fee of less than 50 bucks. Frankly, you ought to make 10 times that amount from your very first flip. Go to our website to get this special deal. Visit www.flippinggenius.com with one G, Flippin' Genius, and click on the Resources tab at the top of the page. Then click on the More Great Stuff tab on our Resources page, and it'll take you to Jeremy's $49 deal. Now, if that's more clicks than you want to make, or if you have a question, just send an email to me at flippingquestions at gmail.com, and I'll get you an answer and a direct link to 3-Hour Flip Academy. Okay. Hey, thank you for listening to the Flippin' Genius Podcast again. Please hang tight until the end because I have something to share with you that I'm especially proud of and that I think you will enjoy. First, thank you again for listening. Please share us with your friends on social media or any other way you can think of. Please save us as a favorite and subscribe so that you are notified each time a new podcast hits. Please leave us a five-star review. It helps us build our audience, and as I've said in the past, that helps me negotiate better deals for all of us. You'll find those deals on our website, FlippingGenius.com, at the Resources page. Discounts on anything and everything related to the car flipping business and anything else I can think of that will help us accomplish our number one goal, help you, our listeners, make more money. Thank you, too, to our Flipping Genius teammates. Your financial support of Flipping Genius is helping us grow our brand and stretch our footprint across 31 countries in every state in the Union. Helping flippers all over discover their side hustle or increase the income from doing what they love, flipping cars. If you'd like to join our team, just click on the yellow text at the top of our homepage at FlippingGenius.com. Hey, and remember to join the Flipping Genius Used Car Facebook group near you. We have 18 across the U.S. right now and are opening more soon. Just search Flipping Genius under Facebook Groups to find our current locations. And if one isn't in your neck of the woods, send me, you know, an email at flippingquestions at gmail.com and tell me where you would like a new group and I will do my best to make it so. Lastly, thank you to our sponsors of Flipping Genius, Team Townley Itex, Nick's Ristorante, and Anchor. <laughs> to learn more about any of them, simply visit our website and click on their links. Thank you. 
Now for what I promised. My father served in World War II and my grandfather fought with the Polish army in World War I. I wrote the song Sons of Our Fathers as a tribute to them and to mine and my brother's relationship with them. In a minute you'll hear that song. If you'd like to see the video that goes along with the song and includes actual photos of my family, including my dad and my judge in their uniforms, visit the website flippinggenius.com and look at the notes around episode 44. If you like the song, let me know. Send me an email to flippingquestions at gmail.com. It was Tinian, maybe the island of Guam. Not sure which one he was on, but he never forgot where he was from. When he came home, he didn't say a lot, but there were memories that he never forgot. One day he told me when he saw that grenade. He didn't know what to do, didn't know if he'd make it or if his life was through. Sometimes I think my father said more than what he left unsaid. Sometimes I think he still fought that war in his head. The sons of our fathers, and though we heard their words, we don't carry the weight of the truth that we heard. With all of our reaching, we never got us close to each other. We're sons of our fathers. He was born in Poland, moved here when he was three already working when war broke out with Germany there was never a question what he would choose set sail to join the cavalry there was too much to lose never spoke much English but I saw the medals on the chest that old man in the uniform when they laid him to rest I thought of tanks and horses and I realized my grandfather left so much unsaid. I know he was still fighting that war in his head. With sons of our fathers and though we heard their words, we don't carry the weight of the truth that we heard. All of our reaching, we never got close to each other. We're sons of our father.
hey, let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses. <laughs> <laughs>